Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Red and Bobby. Welcome back to The Year Is, a comedy podcast where me and Red Richardson each episode travel back to a year in history, talk about the weirdest and most interesting and fucked up things from that year. Yes. This episode, Bobby, we're going back to 1977, which was a suggestion from a listener. Yes. Ian Bowden. Ian Bowden. Thank you very much for the suggestion. We took it on. The year of Ian's birth. It's the year of Ian's birth. He was born then, 1977. So thank you for that, Ian. Um, so that's what happens if you write in. You get stuff like that in return. We will do your year. Ready, seem a bit down today. So I'm meant to be in Thailand. I was meant to fly to Thailand today. Um, and I've had to reschedule it for the fifth time, which is crap. Because I should be on a beach. But I'm here with you. But don't you feel like, you know, a lot of people have had it worse? Yes, people have had it bad, but it doesn't stop it from hurting, you know? Like, it's still painful for me. No, but like... You know, people have lost yeah, I know. family members. Lots of people have, but it's still annoying. You know, when you stub your toe, you go, ow. I don't go, well, you could have brain cancer, you know? Stuff still is annoying and hurts and is painful. Yeah. Look, I'm, you know, I have rescheduled to April, so I'm hopefully going then. I thought it was May. End of April, early May. Okay. So until May, May 30th. So I'll be able to do your tour. Well, most of it. What dates are in, in April and May? You got me? We'll figure it out. Okay. Well, we'll sort it out. How are you doing anyway? Yeah, I'm good. Mm. I'm excited mm. to go on tour with you. Yes, I'm, ex- I'm excited to do this podcast today. And the light blue room is reminding me of Thailand. So that's nice. Yeah. Nicely painted. Tropical blue. I was thinking about last time you opened me on tour. Mm. And, you know, what you might gather from this podcast is making fun of red is something that the world partakes in. It is uh, sometimes, yes, yes. So uh, I think you know what story I'm going to tell. But one time we were in, remember when we were in Corby? Yeah. And Corby we were cube. the Corby Cube. And uh, we were doing the studio. And in the other room, it was Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yeah. And uh, we were walking up the stairs backstage. And a woman just walked by. And without saying anything else to Red, looked at him and just said, there's one of the dwarves, yeah. and kept walking. And she couldn't get the words out of her mouth quick enough. She just saw me and went, bang, straight away. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, was, that wasn't nice, was it? But you just bring that out in people. I don't know why. I really don't. We've, some of the comments we've been getting have been a bit like that. A bit like that? Yes, yes. The comments have been amazing. <laughs> There's a few sort of, there's a running joke, it seems, on the internet that I look like a various amount of people. Usually a fat version of someone famous. Jesus, Pedro Pascal's piled on the pounds for Mandalorian season three. 
<laughs> we thought, oh, this is maybe just a one-off. Mm. Uh, one said, Umberto Smalia Casta. Remember this one? Yeah. And it's the Italian guy who's basically a fat guy with a mustache. Yeah. You can kind of get the gist of where this is going. Red looks like Pablo Escobar now. <laughs> Red looks like Harry Potter and Pablo Escobar had a love child, Pablo Potter and the half-cut shite. <laughs> Pablo Potter and the prison of Taco Taco. <laughs> Genuinely not trying to be an ass, but the dude with the black hair looks and sounds exactly what I would imagine a heavier Jon Snow looks like. <laughs> Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Oh, you can. What are you talking about? Those are the kind... That that was before we even requested feedback. Yes, yes. We got... Um, it's called trolling, I think. <laughs> I think it's just called honesty. <laughs> and just why would you feel... The need, even if you think that, I see loads of people... Like in public that look funny and stupid. No, don't discourage it. If if you think, oh god, here we go. This is actually my most honest caller. Yes, you should buy tickets to the tour to see me and Red perform mm-hmm. live. Yes, you should give us five stars so the algorithm shows this podcast to more people, and we can maybe make some of the money back that we've spent on this studio. And uh, and you know, yes, do that. Subscribe definitely if you're not subscribed. But more than anything, please. Tell us what you think Red looks like. Because there's so many. You apparently Mm. look like a fat version of everyone. Yeah, basically. But you're not even. You're a normal sized human being. Yeah, I just think it's just it's just mean, jealous and mean people. What are they jealous about? They, they, that I get being jealous. You know, you get to hang out with me. There's a level of they wish they were the (laughs) co-host. I think they just see a young a, a young king uh, slaying it and they can't handle. It's comments like that that make people want to hurt you. <laughs> it's comments like, I think they just see a young king slaying it and they can't handle it. it that's what makes people want to say you're a fat shit and I hate you. Well, that's why it evens out in the end, you know? Yeah. But, Does yeah, it- people can write in, you know, say what you want. We could do a little competition, I suppose. Yeah, that's... What about a free two free tickets to your tour for the best insult about how I look? Yes. I think there's nothing that would make me happier. Mm-hmm. You can pick what city it is, but if you... Well, whoever is the best, we and we, we, yeah, we go, we, we, we're in Liverpool then, or if it's Liverpool or, you know. Yeah, and there's so many options. You can email it to us, you can put it on Instagram, you can yeah. put it on Twitter, YouTube, wherever you want to hurt Red. <laughs> Whatever platform you prefer to hurt Red upon, do it. Yeah, and you get two free tickets to Bobby's tour. That starts March 1st in Cardiff, Tuesday, March 1st in Cardiff, and goes for 29 days across the UK over three months. Brilliant. Well, that's a good deal then. So, 77, Bobby, what uh, what, what have you found on your deep dive? Well, 1977, you know, I wasn't alive. Were you alive? No, I wasn't alive, no. Do you ever, like... <laughs> Was I alive? I don't know. Maybe. That made me, like, 45. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Red Richardson looks like a 45-year-old. <laughs> he looks like Harry Potter and Jon Snow at 50. Yeah, go on. What were you saying? What have I found with 1977? Well, I wasn't alive. Mm-hmm. I, I like talking about years when I was alive because then I have a memory. All yeah, I yeah. know about the 70s is people talk about it like it was amazing... Really? I always find the 60s like that, but 70s just seems quite shit to me. Like, 77, there's so much nostalgia. Like, that's when Star Wars came out. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Do you like Star Wars? Yeah, I did when I was a kid. I loved it. I don't watch it now. Yeah, but it's already been released. No, but so when I was younger, I remember watching the first three and the other ones hadn't come out yet. And I remember being like so excited about the Star Wars coming out. I feel like you have the vibe of someone who would love Darth Vader. I do love, but so when I was a, I got a horrible trick played on me when I was at school. Star Wars based trick. Okay. Two older kids who told me that they were part of a special club. And they had real lightsabers, and it all had to do is run around the track. We had a track at school where you run around, run around the track four <laughs> times, and I could be on, I could get one of the lightsabers. But they told me this on a school trip, so I spent three, like two weeks, thinking I was going to get a lightsaber, and then they were revealed that it was a lie, and I was broken. Did was it all one day where you did the running, or did you do it? No, one day, literally around a like Olympic track or whatever, like four times. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> probably took me like an hour. Do you remember who these kids were? Like I don't remember the names, but yeah, they probably grew up to be probably in the bloody Tory party now. With <laughs> <laughs> shenanigans like that. No, it was it was a real lesson that day. <laughs> what was the lesson exactly? Just pick your friends and who you hang out with better because there's not always a lightsaber at the end of it, you know? You might be being had. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Did you want to hit them? What did you do? Yeah, but they were old. I remember just being upset and embarrassed and just really upset. <laughs> did was, you cry? Of course. It was horrible. <laughs> How old were you? Probably like 16. No, I was about seven, I think. <laughs> or eight. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't nice. It wasn't nice. Yeah. Do you like Star Wars? Were you a childhood fan? Wait. Did you, <laughs> did you tell your parents when you got I can't home? remember. I must have done. Or maybe I felt so stupid I didn't. I was just like, oh, God. I've been had. I didn't know what I thought was going to happen at the end of the fourth lap. I just get a, a lightsaber. Star Wars was a, is magical. It was it was mm. amazing when I was a kid. I've always wondered, and I'm sure this is out there somewhere. Leia and Luke being brother and sister, and they do kiss, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's like, no, you're brother and sister. Yeah. No, that's not good. Do they? He, she ends up with Han Solo. Is that what happens? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to anyone listening. Who, what? It's just a funny question. What? Why? Because everyone knows that. He's, he's a Star Wars nerd. I'm not a Star Wars yes, nerd. Yes, you are. Everyone <laughs> you, knows. You just snobbishly laughed at my Star Wars knowledge. No, I, 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 but do you, would you watch the recent ones? I thought the, the last three were terrible and then they've made more since and I haven't watched them. So Phantom of the Menace, I remember being like seven and my mum going, they're making I, three more. I don't think it's called Phantom of the Menace. <laughs> <laughs> Phantom of the Opera. What's it called? Phantom Menace? Yeah. Phantom of the Menace. <laughs> um, that, I remember being so excited. A and ghost by the is time haunting could... a little boy who rides his bike around the neighborhood named Dennis. Yeah. No, so I, um, I remember them coming out and thinking this is the worst. Like Jar Jar Binks is probably the worst character don't in the history. Don't insult Jar Jar. <laughs> That guy had a, it ruined his life. Did it? Yeah, it, it ruined his life. Because he was so mocked. Yeah. The poor guy, he's okay now, the actor. I can't remember his name, but he tried to kill himself. No. Because people fucking heave so much shit upon George. Yeah, yeah, it on. wasn't his fault. They told him to do it. They said he, he didn't design mm. the character. Can he you imagine? Got, he just got offered to be in Star Wars. Yeah. And he didn't edit the movie. He didn't. But that guy got so much vitriol it ruined his life for a while he's okay now he's made it back but you know <laughs> so just remember whenever you know you're insulting someone on a podcast 
did you play Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was Jar Jar. Um, imagine how weird it must have been for him because when you got when you got the role, he must have been like, "I'm in the new Star Wars." Yeah, that's it. I made. This is the best moment of my life. Yeah, and then you become the most hated figure in the most beloved franchise ever. What does he say at parties? He must just go, "I'm uh, Bin Man." <laughs> you know? He Do I know you yeah, from somewhere? Yeah. Your voice sounds familiar. No, that I... voice is insulting. Though it's, it's not great. Is he? What is he? White guy. Red. We not we can't. He's had enough. Okay, sorry. He's had enough. All right, I'll leave him. Leave him be. <laughs> yeah, imagine if he just sort of finally gotten over it and he was listening to the year is and then <laughs> Yeah, ima- yeah. Yeah. Imagine he just you know, he he's feeling good, he discovers a new podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving along. He's a, he's he's doing he's... well. He's a father now, he's 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 really he's turned his life around, but yeah. And then he just puts it on. He's up. It's nineteen seventy-seven on. There's no way they can harm me with that year. And then you're like, Jar Jar Binks is shit. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was just. It, it, I think he was universally hated. Did they kick him out of after the first one, or did he stay in? I don't. I don't know if he got to stay in. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I would listen. My goals for life are so low. If someone mm. told me, okay. You can either do nothing or be in a huge franchise and be hated. I'd be like, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Come on. You know what I'll do? Mm. I will take the money and I will get off social media. Bye bye, social media. Yep. I'm rich mm. and don't care and I'll live behind my ivory walls. Is that a thing? Ivory tower. <laughs> walls yeah, he, made he, of ivory. My dead elephant walls. But he can also do like the signings, the Comic Con. You know what I mean? Like, there's probably, he's probably still makes like 60 grand a year being Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> could do um it's funny because uh, a guy who plays obi-wan kenobi alec guinness is it yeah yep, that's it he's dead yeah he's dead but you know he said oh don't pay my full salary give me a point in the film or they offered to pay him points because they couldn't afford his full salary something like that did he take the points he took the points because he was like all right whatever and he just thought like this is just some stupid movie i'm doing and it made him more money than every film ever combined that he'd done before so he gets points constantly from merchandise everything what's annoying about that mm. is i just like i'm sure the guy's rich in it but if he has kids his kids are still getting the checks oh yeah because of a big decision he made then probably will for like 50 years he hated it too he hated he? it and cuz he's like a serious shakespeare actor and he was like just did it for the money and was then it became the biggest thing ever. And he's like, no, I'm a serious guy. It's like, no, you're Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm so sick. Uh, can we stop doing Shakespeare, please? I know, it's fucking I'd boring, isn't it? a thousand more Star Wars films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was a new movie on Apple TV, uh, Macbeth mm-hmm. with Denzel. Okay. And uh, Francis McDormand. Okay. And it looks so boring. It's all so boring. They're speaking a language that isn't English, and we're supposed to pretend it's interesting yeah, yeah. so that we feel smart. But it's so... I can If, if we're going to keep making Shakespeare, we, I need it subtitled yeah. at this point. <laughs> what, to to, to WhatsApp need, speak. <laughs> yes. Subtitle it for me so I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... You know, I'm a man with a 200 IQ, yeah. as was established <laughs> yeah. a couple episodes ago. Yeah. 
And I don't really know what's happening. So God forbid someone with a hundred IQ trying to take Some on. Some Cretan. <laughs> Are you allowed to say Cretan? I think you can, yeah. Is that is that an acceptable If you got a two hundred IQ? The thing is IQ. every word that's fun to like call mm. someone who you think is stupid eventually becomes a slur. Yeah, well in ten years you'll get cancelled for this episode. But oh, then, no. let's just let's just try and have fun until then. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Mayer apologizes for Cretan remark a decade ago. I would apologize, too. <laughs> I would say I'm very sorry. No, I'd go to the right. My sister used to watch Romeo and Juliet, like, every day with Leonardo DiCaprio in it, and it was just so awful. I remember just that film being on at my house for about a year, and I just hated it so much. I hated the language. I thought the story was stupid. To be fair, Red, mm. I don't think necessarily that you can blame William Shakespeare for the movie Romeo and Juliet starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, it's still his story, and it was still in Shakespearean dialect. Yeah, that's true. And it was boring. Yes. It was a horrible movie with a bad soundtrack from Baz Luhrmann. I also don't like. Is, that a, is he a soundtrack guy? <laughs> he's well, he he had some song where it's just him talking, and I remember being in a hotel and they're playing it on like a loop. And what's the song? It's literally him talking. It's like be the best you you can be. It's like the height of pretentious indulgence. Like he can't sing, so he literally just talks over a beat, and it's sort of like an Instagram meme lyrics about uplifting yourself. I'd love to do that. Well, you can. There's nothing stopping you. What's it called? Just write Baz Luhrmann's song. It's called Sunscreen. Sunscreen. Yeah. Did you like it? No, I didn't. Like I hated it. it. Sunscreen. He's like, yeah. Make sure you clean your teeth before you go to bed. Ladies and gentlemen of the class of '99, wear sunscreen. So you know, there we go. Did you um see the pictures of when Star Wars opened in the in America? It was like the second one, and it was just queues around the block. It's like the biggest event ever. Yeah. But when he showed it, I read a book called Easy Riders Raging Bulls about Hollywood, and it's just about different directors from that time. And apparently when he showed everyone the first cut of um, Star Wars, they were like, this is the biggest pile of shit we've ever seen. Because <laughs> he hadn't done the special effects and stuff yet, so the lightsabers were all just like plastic, you know, like, what is this? And Alec Guinness thought he'd just done this cheap, like, sci-fi C-list movie that's going to bomb. And then it's just like, stop knowing me for the thing I don't want you to know me for. You know what I mean? Like, pretentious actor. I can't imagine mm. getting a pile of money and not being excited forever. Yeah, yeah, I know. They get very annoyed. But Harrison Ford hates it as well. Have you seen him in interviews? They go, what's happening with Star Wars? He's like, this is movie isn't Star Wars. And they're like, yeah, but what's happening with it? Because it's all anyone asks him. thing is, though, after four, 50 years, you just like leave me alone, I'm sure. The thing is, everyone who's in Star Wars does seem to kind of resent it yeah because you have to talk about it forever you're followed around by nerds for the like, rest I'd of your love life it. i would be i'd go to comic-con i'm getting paid yeah let's yeah, yeah. do this yeah i don't have any farther dreams past one hit movie can you imagine how many weird approaches carrie fisher got in her life as princess because she's like the ultimate nerd queen you know what i mean yeah like they all gravitate to her no they all seem to dislike it um after they don't, but yeah, like Harrison Ford always looks pissed off about it. 1977, Bobby, um, a very bad year for music and the world in general. Elvis Presley dies. Um, Thank you for letting me know. Okay, but no, Kanye West is born, which I don't think is a, you know, fair swap. I like Kanye West. I think he's got some good stuff. Imagine a world where you knew nothing about Kanye West except his music. What a great world. Yeah, it would be incredible. Be. 
Yeah, he just shouldn't do anything else. But yeah, he was born in 1977. He probably thinks it's Elvis related um, because that's how his mind works. Um, I watched a few interviews with him recently because it is quite... And you go, at first you're like, is he a genius or is he... And then you go, oh, actually, none of this makes any sense. You can be a deluded narcissist and good at making music. He's great at making music. I think his clothes are terrible. Have you seen his boots <laughs> Boots he's been wearing? Walking Red, around. <laughs> there is no way you... What? I look good. White and blue. Skin-tight H&M t-shirt. Do you not see... shitting on Kanye West clothes. Uh, this looks good. White and blue. Have you not seen Kanye West boots? I can see your nipples. So? What's wrong with that? I'm just like, Red, we can't, we can't become people who just say, Kanye West clothes are terrible when he's like one of the most, like he's a fashion icon. He no, sells his not. own shoes. He sells shoes, but no one actually thinks he looks good. Look what do you at- mean no one thinks he looks good? He's a hip hop star. Okay, he's a star. I'll, sh- I'll show you his new boots and you, you tell me, okay? You tell me what you think. Okay. Bobby. Absolutely awful. Also, have you not seen what he's been wearing? He's been wearing a leather mask. I'd much rather be in blue H&M trousers and a white H&M t-shirt than walk around in a leather fucking mask. What Kanye whilst needs. Whilst I'm going through a divorce. Hey. Hey, Kanye. If you're listening, I know you're having a tough time. And... We got a guy here, Red Richardson, who's really going to make your life better. Oh, yeah, I'll take you to H&M. I'll get you some T-shirts and some uh, some trousers. And you don't have to wear those silly boots that you're walking around <laughs> L.A. in. It's probably like 30 degrees out there, and he's just walking around in these sort of farmer boots. These farmer boots. I'll show you. You're really quickly finding this photo, okay, aren't so you? Look at these. They're terrible. They look all right. They look awful. I don't like the boots. Uh, you, the listener... Don't know what you think. Have a Google, and then you can message me and prove Bobby wrong once again for the hundredth time on this podcast. Um, yeah, he's getting a divorce. He's having quite a hard time at the moment, Kanye West. Don't you think? I don't think he's having a hard time. Well, it, comparatively, his wife is sleeping with a twenty-seven-year-old comedian who kissed her on air and has slagged him off loads in the past. But I don't. I don't think it's that fun to live with him. I get the feeling. Remember when he ran for president yeah. of the United States? And he could have, if he would have got a bit more traction, split the vote and Trump would have won because of him and that's why he ran? Oh, really? What, yes. do you think that was his intention? Yes, of course it was. He <laughs> loves Trump. Yeah, he was wearing the hat and he went and met him, didn't he? Um, yeah, it's... <laughs> the thing is, though, with Trump in charge, it does open the floodgates for everyone going, well, I could fucking do it, you know? But I think Kanye is supremely deluded. I think he sort of has massive, massive... Uh... I don't think he's deluded. Mm. I think he could do it. I yeah. think, you know, there's a world... If Trump can be president, mm. he could be president. Yeah. So that's not even deluded. That's just like, it's a. It's like an ill society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're the problem. Yes. Like, it's like everyone's going, to, you know who needs to be president? It's like uh, Michelle Obama. It's like, no, The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Just because he does, like, Instagram workout videos. Like, put him in charge of the country. I'd love that. <laughs> I'd love it. But so Kanye's all over the papers at the moment because he's got a new girlfriend. And they're both wearing, walking around wearing weird stuff together. I really, like, I relate this. P- Pete Davidson, I mm. feel like, like, we both have borderline personality disorder. We both mm. are weedy looking. Mm-hmm. 
and he's fucking Kim Kardashian. Yeah, but everyone goes like, oh my God, but it's like, he's also a movie star. Like, yes. let's, everyone's sort of pretending like he's the fucking paper boy or like he's just delivering a pizza. It's like, he's a millionaire in his 20s. You know, he's dated Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, um, Kate Beckinsale. He's got... A... I'd like to watch him work sexually. Why? I would like to watch Pete Davidson work sexually. I bet he has skills we could all learn from. If it, yeah, if like you said, it's Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Kim Kardashian. Mm. I just feel like he's fucking them in a way we're not aware that you can fuck. Bobby, that is disgusting. What is he? It's not disgusting. I want to just sit in the room, smoke a cigarette. Watch him fuck Kim Kardashian, find out some tricks so I can bring them home and please Harriet. <laughs> he must have some special tricks. I said this a couple years ago. I said to Harriet, am I the most, you know, is this the best sex mm. you've had with me? And she wouldn't answer, which means there's someone out there <laughs> who's fucked Harriet better than I can. And then I, so what, I, I put a call out on Twitter, no. and I'm kind of doing it again now. If you have had sex with my wife <laughs> oh my and done God. better than I am doing, get in touch and let me know what to do. <laughs> have you actually put this on Twitter before? Yes, I, there was a, I'll retweet it tomorrow. I want, <laughs> if you know how to have sex with my wife better than me, let me know how. Unbelievable. Why is that unbelievable? <laughs> you know, you wouldn't want to fuck Rosie better oh if you my could. Oh, God. This, is, this isn't a bloody pornographic podcast, Bobby. We're meant to be talking about history. Yes, and. Yes, and. We're talking about history. You're supposed to say yes, and. No, I'm not. I'm not supposed to say that. We're talking about history, Bobby. I don't want to turn it into a sex show. You just don't like talking about sex. It makes you really uncomfortable. Yeah, because I want to talk about history because I've got 190 IQ and I'm trying to do a serious podcast about facts. You're not trying to do a serious... <laughs> So if you... You want it to be a dirty movie. If you could mm. sexually satisfy your wife on a level that no put, one ever had. I want to put Christian values back into podcasting. And I think uh, I think there's enough blue language already said. Uh, and I don't want to do any more. You, you won't get into this smut. <laughs> You're so uncomfortable talking about You're trying to sex. drag me into this shit. What's the most public sexual act you've... You, I don't know. What you, what? Like you ever got a hand job in a movie theater? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no. Have you? Yes. Why did you say yes? Like <laughs> who isn't? What were you watching? Uh, I don't know. Some movie about Jesus. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Passion of the Christ. It's what he would have wanted. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> a religious movie, but um. Yeah, he's um, Pete Davidson. Is but he's all the thing is he's always seemed to be they've just split up with someone. So I think he's good at that. Do you know what oh. I mean? Just being there. But it's so funny because Kanye is such a like narcissistic, like billionaire, like kind of aggressively masculine. But Pete Davidson did the thing is Kanye's mental. Like Kim Kardashian clearly likes these like broken people. Yeah, but like. Kanye's mental breakdown was running for president. Yeah. Pete Davidson takes it out on himself yeah, and yeah, gets yeah. sad. That yeah. must be refreshing. Of course. When it's like, oh, so when you when you get sad, you don't try to run the country. No, 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 no. 
it's just complete contrast as well because you go from this extreme narcissist to this like self-loathing comedian. But Kanye probably just doesn't get it. He's like, what? He's a loser. Why are you with him? You know, he will never understand. He's like, I've got more money than him. It's like that's not it. You know. But like, what's your? If you had to choose a sexual act, what's your favorite sexual act? Um. Also, what's weird is um, <laughs> I can't let this go. Kanye started publicly slagging him off. Have you have you seen that? He's written a song about Pete Davidson. What's it called? He said that, um, I don't know what's called, but one of the lines is, I'm gl- uh, glad God saved me from this crash so I can beat Pete Davidson's ass. Oh, no. I know. But it's like you're like 48 years old and you're writing diss songs about a child who's having sex with your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Picasso didn't do that. He's always sort of referring to himself. He's like, I'm Walt Disney. It's like, what? What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm Steve Jobs. No, he's dead. <laughs> you make overpriced shoes and some good songs. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you vote for uh, in a fair fight between Donald Trump and Kanye West? What do you mean in a fair fight? Uh, in terms of like the presidency, so they're both running. It's just those two. Who would you want in charge? Well, we already had Trump in charge. Yeah. And it did it get bad? Yes. Yeah. So you'd like to see what give Kanye a little spin? No, kind of like okay. Well, that's what it, the thing is. It would depend when. I if it think was Kanye... for one term. Yeah. I would have chosen the Trump term over what Kanye maybe might do because who knows? I don't think he understands what being a president is. No, I, don't... I think he thinks it was making shoes or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best. It's like what I won. You're like yeah. Now you got to do the. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he really gets it. It's an ego thing. You know what I mean? Like, completely. It's like, why are you... You're a billionaire who makes 500-pound shoes. You know, you, you don't understand the, the, you know, the needs of other people. But if we went to war, Kanye might be, uh, might be a good president. He might be so insane that he wins the war. If we us versus China. Wouldn't put it past him. I would. What, to I d- would put it past him. Drop a Yeezy nuke on China. <laughs> I would put it past him completely. It wouldn't be great. I'd vote for The Rock, probably. He's <laughs> got a nice face. This is horrible. <laughs> the world is fucking ruined. <laughs> In 1977, the New York City blackout of 1977. Mm-hmm. A good name for it. Yeah, that is good. It lasted for 25 hours and resulted in looting and other disorder. Jesus. So just thought all the lights in New York stopped working, or the, the, the electricity was off, and everyone yes. just, first thing they do is start looting. <laughs> <laughs> so we're a button switch or some technology away from just everything going to shit. Yes. At any time. Turn off the lights and everyone just becomes a thief, basically. <laughs> 25 hours of that. What would you, what would you loot? Well, in this one, actually, thieves stole 50 new Pontiacs from a Bronx car dealership. Okay. I mean, I, at the, in 2022, I would not loot a 1977 no, no. Pontiac. That wouldn't be great. What do they do with all those cars? That's fucking crazy. I so think you, you drive got... them, usually. Yeah, but you've got 50 of them now. No, How do you hide that way? It's not just... one guy who stole 50 cars. <laughs> one guy didn't go there and was like, I'm going to steal all of these cars. Someone had a very fruitful blackout. <laughs> no, it was. I think it was 50 individuals stole yeah, okay. 50 individual cars. Okay, so we just came in and drove away with them. It was easier to steal a car back then, though, because you just changed the license plate. There's no, like, tracking devices. Yeah, you just go to another state. You drive the car to another state, and that car lives in that state yeah. now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's become tougher and tougher to break the law. Yeah, they really, you know... 
thieves back then had it easy. Thieves now have to really yeah. think about what they're doing. What, what they're doing. And you probably do it cyber. It was the best way of stealing. I yeah. don't know. But um, so that's crazy. I think I'd, I'd, I'd um, loot a jewelry shop. Really? Yeah, brick through the window. Uh, in and out, letter watches. <laughs> I didn't know you like jewelry so much. I don't. I just think it's the the lightest, most expensive thing I could carry home. You do hate carrying things. Yeah, I do. I think I've probably said this before, but <laughs> when you helped me move, you helped me move, and I was carrying like a table, and you just walked out with two pillows. Yeah. Uh, whose pillows were they? My pillows. And whose table was it? My table. Exactly. So I think uh, you know that works itself out in the end. Um, I reckon you. What would you come back with? Some pot noodle or something? Two pot noodles? No, a car. You'd be like Harriet. Look what I've got. If I, if I could, I'd, I'd get a car if I could get a car. Yeah, cars. That's are exciting. Good it's it hard is. to loot a house. You can't like steal yourself a new house. Yeah, yeah. You can't like steal a holiday or like a ticket to somewhere. That's one thing that the UK has done. That's quite sad. Is they've changed the squatting laws because I when I when I first moved here like eleven years ago. It was amazing because people, really rich people, would go on vacation, mm -hmm. and then they'd come back, and a family would just be living in their <laughs> yeah. house, and they couldn't do anything Change about it. My parents squatted throughout the eighties; everyone did, and people could stay in like nice places. The seventies and late seventies, everyone in London squatted. It was the funniest law. Yeah, imagine that—that you're just chesting doors until no one's home. You go, "This is where I live now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, if you've got a boarded-up house that you don't use, then someone should be using it. On an ideological level, I completely agree mm. with that statement. There should not be empty homes and people living on the streets. Yeah. As a homeowner... Oh, yeah. I very much disagree with these vagrants breaking into my house when I'm on vacation. Well, not many people know this about you, but your goal in life is not even comedy. It's to become a slum landlord, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I, I like the idea of having multiple properties... Yeah. That just pay me a bit, but <laughs> pay, pay me a bit. you know. But the but the reality you of that would be out in the, it would be nice though. I think what would happen with you is you'd have you'd buy six flats and then suddenly they'd be twelve flats. Yes, <laughs> that's how you make a flat valuable. Hey. It does have a kitchen. The kitchen is just also above the bed. It's called a ceiling kitchen. Your stove is on the ceiling. Don't you cook above me. you. Eggs falling on my face. Yes. <laughs> the bathroom is the hole in the ground. It's actually the bus stop. <laughs> and if you don't pay your rent on the first day of the month, you will be evicted. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, it's an exciting fantasy. Yeah, of course. Because the fantasy is always to get money for nothing, and that's what—that's the quintessential landlord. You're just getting money for having money, which yeah. is so, like, you hate it, but you want it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we all hate, like, Elon Musk, mm. but we also all want our own private plane. Yeah, that's true. But then when you fly on the plane, you feel guilty because you're hurting the climate, mm -hmm. and you're... But I'm sure... Once you remember what it's like to queue at an airport, you get over that very quickly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is bad for the environment. Maybe and then you just look at Heathrow Airport and you go, fuck that. Yeah, I'm flying from my I, own I, airport. I, I am never, ever. That was the, yeah, I'm never, never flying commercial ever again. Um, but it's, I just find it funny as a society that literally the, the electricity goes and then everyone becomes a criminal. <laughs> like, they're probably just normal people. It's like, oh, the lights are out. Ah! 
That's all it takes for society to come undone. Yes. 24, 25 hours. I'm obsessed with this idea because I think about, like, the apocalypse a lot. Mm. And, like, if the end comes, where am I going to go? Like, that's my mm. go-to kind of, like, mm. terrified thought. Yeah, and yeah. I find it, like, exciting. And I, I can't get into my head that someday there's going to be something like the, that the lights go out and I th- I'll say to Harriet, this is the end. We have to move. <laughs> and then I'll go to a grocery store at 3 a.m. and I'll start clearing off the shelves. But then there'll be another guy there and we'll yeah. be fighting over a can of tuna. Yeah. And, you know, I'll have to kill him yeah, yeah, for this can of tuna. And I'll, I'll kill him and I'll get the can of tuna and then we'll get back in the car and the lights will come on and I'll just be a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> And they go, it's fine now. And you go, I, I thought it was the end. And they're like, what do you mean? The lights just went off for two hours. I thought the world had ended, so I killed that guy. I just used a can of beans to crush his skull. <laughs> yeah, I, I caved his head in with a fucking can of beans. He was my doctor. I actually liked him. <laughs> I knew him in the before. I had to save my family. In the before I knew him. He just came back and had police everywhere. There was blood everywhere. I I didn't want to do it, but I had to. I just kept hitting him and hitting him and hitting him. And then the can, I hit him so hard, the can broke open into his brains. The tuna was ruined anyway, so it was all for nothing. Well, you didn't want to waste the tuna, so you gathered it up and took it home covered in brains. Eat this, wife and child. <laughs> brought, Daddy brought home treats. It's the end. <laughs> We have to eat whatever protein we find. <laughs> Just all the lights come on. Like, right, you're going to jail. <laughs> no, no, I thought it was the end. I thought I could do whatever I wanted. I love, this is like half an hour into lights going off and you killed someone. I, don't, I really think that's of, what would happen. For a can of tuna. <laughs> but the thing is, if the, if the end has came, kill or be killed yeah 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 you can't sit and wonder oh should i kill this guy or should i wait yeah 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 that's that's like my one conservative leading is in america they have like you know in some republican Mm. states they have a law like if someone breaks into your house you can shoot him you can shoot him and i completely agree with that if i wake up (laughs) and and someone is in my house yeah he's not i'm not waiting around to see what they're up to even sometimes people get in trouble because they're like oh well he shot him in the back i'm like yeah well guess what i don't know what the fuck he's going to do i don't know if he's gonna weapon i would never i'm not you can't wait in that moment you have that moment you just have to it's it's can of tuna time yeah it's can of tuna time i'm caving in a guy's head with a can of tuna my wife and baby The thing is, even if you're protecting them, I still think by the end of that, watching you panting and smashing someone's head in with a can of tuna, <laughs> Harry would still be like, I'm not sure I want to be around you anymore. <laughs> I did this for you! I did this all for you! <laughs> no, while I hit the guy with the tuna, I'd, shoot, I'd, I'd yell, shut your eyes! You don't need to see this! You don't recover the baby's eye. She doesn't need to see this. <laughs> and you know the baby. The baby start crying. Yep. Bobby, stop. Stop. You want this guy to kill you? Do you want Dr. Felston to kill you? Mabel's first memory was you beating someone to death with a can of tuna. Uh, no, people are people are shit. My uh, my sister's husband uh, passed out on the train. He fainted. 
and he what, what he came to, and people were just standing over him to get off the tube. <laughs> <laughs> like, like one person was like, "You were right," and it just sort of shows, doesn't it? Everyone Lucky just goes I wasn't insane. there. Like, <laughs> I would have thought he's faking it and beating no, beat him with a can of tuna. <laughs> He's faking it to trick me and he's going to attack me. Get him first. It's funny when you see that how people react to stuff. Just like when uh, like when I was in that fake terrorist attack when it was a, what people thought was a terrorist attack and it turned out to be just a massive misunderstanding. Wait, wait, can you can you okay, backtrack? So I was it was 2017. I was in Oxford Street um and I walked I was walking along and this woman just came running at me. She had blood on her face and she was like, "Run." And I looked behind her and everyone on Oxford Street, I think it was Black Friday, so it was rammed. Everyone was just sprinting, like insane. And I was like, ugh. And so I, what did you do? I just fucking ran. But I was like, I thought this. Did you th- run past the woman who told you to run? Yeah, yeah. We all just went for it. People were, like pushing each other out the way. Yes. There's people in Choose Love t-shirts, like kicking children out the way. So, <laughs> so they can, but I, you'd like run past the Costa. This guy put a table against the door in the Costa so other people couldn't get in. So like 10 seconds before, he's probably talking about some ethical startup companies he's doing. <laughs> and then within, someone just goes, ISIS, and all that, that one word. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> Everyone had, uh, we just wanted to save themselves. I've never seen anything like it. You just saw what humanity was. Like we pretend we do the Olympics and have all these things and stuff, but all it takes is that and we're no better than hyenas. So where did you go? I ran up to the top of this building. I went to the fifth floor. Um, everyone's trying to jump in the lift and stuff like that. People are like, fuck off, telling each other to fuck off because they all thought ISIS were coming. So I ran upstairs and hid under a table, went to the top the fifth floor, but I was running with this Chinese lady and she just stopped running. And I was like, come on, we're going to go. My logic was being that however many bullets they've got, the further I'm up the building. (laughs) Someone else will take the bullets. And every time I ran past the floor, I'm like, right, there's 20 in there. There's no way. (laughs) Right, that's that's (laughs) disgusting. I know, it's terrible. You could have went and tried to stop the terrorists. (laughs) Yeah, well, we got police for that. Um, (laughs) So she was like, oh, I can't go any further. And I was just like, why well, was she tired? She was tired. And I just went, we've got to go. And she's like, no, no more. And I'm like, so I, I left her. You <laughs> left her. You're such an imp. That's so cowardly. I've never met her before. That's so, ca- that's so inherently cowardly. I can't believe your wife didn't leave you when you what told you her that done? story. I would have. I would have found a place for us to hide on that floor, you psychopath. I wouldn't abandon someone because they're tired of running so they could take the bullet, not me. You're such a sniveling little pig. Well, I don't think you would have. She, she, I gave her the option. She wanted to stay. What um, was the option? You said, I said come up, carry on. I can't drag her and make, force her to come with me. You could carry her. No. Um, I was three floors up. It was she was fine, and um... <laughs> you didn't know that though. You thought she might die, and you left her. Do you know what it's called? I saw it on a TV show. I think it's called like something like the slow the the the. I'm gonna look. I think it's called. Do you know what it's called? What I th- what you did? I think saving it's called... your own neck. <laughs> no, I think it's called something like the slow being, piggy. Being smart, which is where if you you always just have a slower. Oh, slow pig... person with you. Yes. Yeah. So they get it, not you. The thing is, she was three floors up. I thought, look, they're going to massacre the first two floors before her. My plan was to like, literally be at the top of the stairs, like hiding with a fire extinguisher just to 
boom in the face. <laughs> and I go, I have defeated ISIS today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest coward becomes the biggest hero yeah. in a twist that no one wanted. And then I have to do the walk of shame down the building through the bloodied bodies of people <laughs> who didn't make it. That's such a Larry David. So what, you wouldn't... You, I bet you, It's like, come on, like, you know... I wouldn't abandon someone because they were tired. We literally had never spoke. We met running up the stairs from ISIS together. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there, there was, was no, no bonding. And, and there was no ISIS. So anyway, I go on Twitter when I'm upstairs. and what you do now in a crisis. I went on Twitter and it's trending. Oxford Street. And there's all these sorts of things. Someone said a bomb had gone off. They said there was an active shooter. And Ollie Mars, the pop star, was in H&M tweeting about it. Um, hiding in the basement of H&M. He's like, we're being attacked by terrorists and everyone stay away from Oxford Street. So it was like, why is Ollie fucking Mars here as well? You know what I mean? He shops you H&M wanted and... to be the most successful person yes, yes. in the attack. I thought, and then now if he dies as well and I die with him, it's like, you know, they'll play his songs with a, on the montage of all of us who died. I know, just remain remembered as... Huge coward, dead. I don't know, Jodie. Would you? What would you have done? You never met the person. You're just running up. It's like we get to the third floor. She didn't want to carry on, and I did. So you know, bye bye. It's not like I left my fucking niece there. <laughs> but that's. <laughs> what about? So you think if if you were there on nine eleven, the buildings are going down. You're a firefighter. You walk in, and they're like, "There's people up on those floors. They need help." You'd say. Uh, it's a bit far up. I'm just going to run out of this building. <laughs> I'd say there's any lower floors. <laughs> exactly. <you're> at... <laughs> Can we negotiate? <laughs> you are you're inbuilt cowardice. No, no, no. We'd never met before. Um, and I just, I don't like, I, I wanted to carry on. She didn't. So it's like, come on. You know, I did say, let's go, let's go. But it's like, that's her choice to stay there. She was too tired to move, Red. I don't know. I don't know. But. Look, I'm sorry. Do you think maybe, though, she wasn't tired, and then she started to think, is this guy trying to get me alone? Yeah. This is the <laughs> she thing. thought you were this, the creep. Uh, that's what I think that happened. I was like, she'd rather meet ISIS than come with me. <laughs> but uh, also, it was, the, it was the month that Weinstein got exposed. So it was me too, was all the, you know. <laughs> she thought- and so it's like, yeah, she probably thought, oh, actually, I'd rather meet the guy who's going to cut my head off than hide under a table with this creep. <laughs> So it's quite offensive, really. <laughs> but it was a hell of a day, and then the police came, and then everyone went, oh, wait, it wasn't a terrorist attack. So someone in Tottenham um, Court Road Station was getting off the tube. Two guys bumped into each other and started arguing, and apparently someone went, he's got a gun! And then that just went domino effect. Came all the way out of the tube, run, 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 all the way to Oxford Street. Thousands of people just because one person just shouted, he's got a gun, and he hadn't. But imagine being one of the guys and <laughs> go like, just because you have an argument with someone in the underground. It oh. is a, a, a crazy butterfly effect. Did you bump into <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, You're uh, a terrorist. Ah! I, I accidentally started like a fake terrorist attack today. <laughs> I feel like he could, Was he charged? The no, I didn't. shouted, you've got a gun. He should have been charged. But I tell you, the funniest thing was walking through Oxford Street after because everyone was just like, because they'd all just ex- <laughs> realize the worst about themselves. Like everyone had like done something bad in that in that little spree, and it's like, 
Hmm. <laughs> I would have beat a guy to death with a can of tuna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely would have. I'd find a hiding spot, and then someone would try to get my hiding spot, and I'd say, that's my hiding spot! <laughs> you can get the, Is that's... there any tuna? Do you have a can of... <laughs> <laughs> Die! 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 Yeah. <laughs> Piers Morgan jumped in and was like, you're such a fear-mongering idiot to Ollie Murs. And Ollie Murs is like, you weren't there. It was very scary. It was very scary. It you was, ran. It was terrifying. I was like, oh, God. Because, you know, it's one of those things you're like, oh, no, ISIS. Not, you know what I mean? Come on. Being in London especially is always a fear. And that was going on. That was like, there was like, it seemed to be an attack every month in that period around then, you know? Yeah. So, and people were like, you fell for the trick and you were the one of the people who ran and, you know, go, what... ISIS is famous practical jokes. You know what I mean? They're not famed for, like, pranks. Also, there, there hasn't been that many fake terrorists. No, attacks. no. Also, if someone runs at you covered in blood, because she obviously got knocked over by, like, a choose love guy. Wait, the woman... The woman who had blood on her. The woman you abandoned was no, no, covered no, no, in no, blood. No, 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 <laughs> Different woman. Oh, she was long gone by the time. That woman was a survivor. She was bleeding, so I didn't want to be near her, because... They pick up the scent. Um, no, I'm joking. She she'd obviously been knocked over and like hit her face oh, in, the, in the stampede. But yeah, like if someone runs at you covered in blood, going ISIS, you don't go. Mm, I'm going to wait around and see if you're telling the truth because this could be a prank. I get that. <laughs> so I got the hell out of there. Okay, back to seventy-seven for a second. Yeah. We, we've we've taken a bit of a detour. Yeah. The interesting thing about the blackout was during this blackout was when Son of Sam, David Berkowitz, yeah. the alleged murderer... Okay. Yes, he's confessed, but it's a... <laughs> Is he confessed? Yes, confessed. So but why are you saying alleged? Because it's alleged. <laughs> Isn't he in prison? Y yes, he was convicted <laughs> so after confessing. He's and been it's... in jail for 40 years. Okay. So he's probably it's, dead, it's I think, now. It's not alleged anymore. It's still alleged by people. <laughs> but he's confirmed it. It's <laughs> alleged and confirmed. The alleged and confirmed killer, okay, yeah. son of San David Berkowitz, yeah. was doing his thing at the time. What, during the blackout? During the blackout, uh, it was the height yeah. of people being worried that Son of Sam was going to get them and kill them. That's He's... the last thing you need in a blackout when you're trying to, trying to get some beans. Yeah. Bloody Son of Sam killing you in the aisle. Um, yeah, he used to go around like shooting teenagers, kissing in cars. And I saw a film on it with uh, Adrian Brody. Yeah, yeah. Who's then... now dating Harvey Weinstein's wife. Weird world. Anyway, so I carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um. yeah. Well, it's it's because Adrian Brody was in Roman Polanski's oh, yeah, most the successful movie, The Pianist, and then Which is great she film. was with Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yeah, yeah, So they yeah. do have a, a connection by guilt. But however, I mean, she could argue I didn't know, mm. but he definitely mm -hmm. knew because... Of course, because it's, it's out. The guy's not. A, why are we not filming in America? Oh yeah, the director's not allowed to go. Or he'd be put in prison because he's a fugitive for, for a horrific, a historic sex crime. Yeah, I I really relate to I really relate to the story of the pianist because I like the main character. I'm a fugitive. Yeah, yeah that's the. For I'm a fugitive from a from a crime I did commit. That is so strange, isn't it? I remember in. Um, so they wrote an open letter, Hollywood actors did. This is before everyone got really, you know, um, back in the old noughties. Trying to get, 
him back. But can't you get him back? Guess who one of the signatures was? Who? Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. He... Meryl Streep, did you see her? She's like, bring him back. She did some impassioned yes. But, you know, it's... Different time. It was it's weird up until like four years ago, Woody Allen had like six Amazon specials <laughs> written, like ready to go. Or like, you know, he's going to make like films, six yeah. films. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, Blackout, there's a murder on the loose. That's a horror film in itself, actually. Yes. And then what was insane was they caught him and he confessed. And they said, why'd you do it? And he was like, oh, the dog told me to. And everyone just <laughs> believed him. What? He said his neighbor's dog told him to kill the people. Okay. And there was a demonic possession. And everyone believed him. And that story is now percolated through out the years. Being like, oh, he did it because, uh, you know, he thought a dog was telling him to do it. Yeah. But he's like, there, there's no evidence that serial killers are famous truth tellers. No, no, no. No. And is, is the dog in jail? No. <laughs> well, that needs to be looked into. Yeah, no, he's clearly, like, mentally ill. I don't know why the dog telling him to do it makes it any... He should have said it wasn't me. But he's not clearly mentally ill. He could just be a psychopath who's mm. pretending to be schizophrenic. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. People can do lots of things. If someone really gets off on attention, and clearly someone mm -hmm. like a, pub a very public serial killer does... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not outside the realm of possibility that they would then just make up a story that sounds interesting. Yeah, then he wants to go to a mental institute because it's easier than going of to a prison. Course of course he does. Lovely stuff, yeah. I think it did come out recently you know, that it was bollocks that he was mentally ill. And yeah, of course, of course it was. Yeah, yeah. Of course it was made up. These people aren't trustworthy. We always like, No. why did you do it? How bad was your childhood, <laughs> serial killer? <laughs> I had a bad childhood. Yeah, of course you're going to say that. Guess what? We all had bad childhoods. <laughs> Imagine a serial killer. It was, it was all right, actually. You know, I had a pretty, pretty good... God knows why I've turned out like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bizarre. Born wrong. Yeah, my mum was great. My dad was fantastic. My mom never fucked anyone in front of me. My dad never hit me. Why am I like this? <laughs> you could say I'm the black sheep of the family. <laughs> so, 77, um, American Roy Sullivan is struck by lightning for the seventh time. I've read about this guy. He was, Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. I've never heard about this before until today, but what? Seven times. Yes. <laughs> the odds of it are like one in a trillion. I looked, so it's one in 10,000, I think. For once. For once. So he defies all stats. Um, people said he looked like the actor Gene Hackman. Fine. Um, he said, though, he once recalled that um, people started separating themselves from him because they thought he was cursed. <laughs> he said, for instance, I was walking with the chief ranger one day when lightning struck way off in the distance. The chief said, I'll see you later. <laughs> 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 and just left him seven times. You know what I mean? Like, that is, that is mental. You've I've got... never been struck by lightning. No. But I assume it hurts a lot. A lot. He probably loses something every time it happens. Also, what does it, imagine work. You've got to ring him up and go, yeah, I've been struck by lightning again. You're like, what? <laughs> and then, he, you know, he, at the age of 71, he killed himself. I know he killed himself. I can't remember who it was. There was a comic and they had a great joke mm. about how he, he killed himself because of problems with his wife. Mm. And then I, the, this is, I'm butchering the joke, but the joke was that he, that it proved that, uh, women were more powerful than god okay yeah. because god tried to kill him and couldn't well this is the thing the guy has you know seven times been struck by lightning 
you'd think you'd get the message. And maybe he did. (laughs) (laughs) Someone up there doesn't want me down here at all. I just think it's weird to go through all that and then shoot yourself. Because you're kind of like... But you're not really going through it. It's a moment of pain followed by more pain. You're just in pain. Yeah. Oh, not again. Fuck. And you're just, you're just hurting. <laughs> like, going through it, it's not like it's a harrowing experience. It's just a very painful experience followed by more pain. It's just, he had a life of suffering yeah, just and being then shot himself. and hurt. Um, he... <laughs> they used to nickname him the Human Lightning Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records as the person struck most times by lightning in World War Record. But is there so- I looked at him, there's nothing about him that would suggest he's a sort of magnet for this. I don't know what. A- Does he. Yeah. Wait, you expect him to look like a giant magnet? <laughs> yeah, well, you just wonder why him? Why this guy? What is it about him? He doesn't have like massive ears or anything. I don't know. I don't know what lightning <laughs> likes, but you know what I mean? Like someone who looks like a target. He doesn't really. Yeah, I imagine someone who'd been struck by lightning would be shaped like a lightning rod. Yeah, exactly. First documented lightning strike in 42. Hiding from a thunderstorm in a fire lookout tower. Not a very good hiding place, it turned out. The question is, though, did he live in a place where lightning struck all the time? I feel like he must have. Like, it's not, you know, lightning must strike more in one place than in others. Yeah, yeah. And he must have lived where lightning loves to be. Well, there's a place in the desert in America where there's like a lightning, st- where they have huge lightning storms and people go out and like stand in it when they're like tripping and stuff. It sounds horrendous. I feel like he d- would not want to go. He was not doing that. He was not doing that at all. Um, there's a bit here where he's talking about how he felt the... Sullivan saw a storm cloud forming and drove away quickly, but the cloud, he said later, seemed to be following him. <laughs> when he thought he'd finally out, he'd outrun it, he decided it was safe to leave his truck. Soon after, he was struck by lightning. <laughs> it's, uh, but it does seem like to be personal, doesn't it? Yes. And the second time, it was reported he saw a cloud, thought that it was following him. He tried to run away, but was struck anyway. His hair caught fire. <laughs> this is, yeah, this isn't a great life, is it's it? Not, yeah, he didn't like, it's not like he overcame anything. He was just tormented. Why? I would have just God. not gone outside anymore, I think, you know? Can you get struck by lightning inside? That's a good question. Well, no. Unless you're like sort of half in the window. Well, then, yeah, after the third time, yeah. second time, I would have stopped leaving the house. Maybe the first. You know. Not the first. That's <laughs> the first one in ten thousand. That's going to happen. I just like that he's always running away from it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you ever see that M Night Shyamalan movie, The Happening? No, no, no. It's a terrible film. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. About like there's something in the trees. Okay, okay. And uh, the trees, and and then people just get the urge to kill themselves. <laughs> so they're all trying to run away from the trees before they want to oh, kill okay. themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But uh, if I, it, it feels like that, like his nature is against him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is it's funny you say that because this, this is the final time he got electrocuted. Sullivan was struck while fishing in a freshwater pool. The lightning hit the top of his head, set his hair on fire, traveled down and burnt his chest and stomach. Sullivan turned to his car when something unexpected occurred. A bear approached the pond and tried to steal trout from his fishing line. <laughs> so he had to fight a bear. <laughs> he, uh, he, he struck the bear with a tree branch. He claimed this was the 22nd time he hit the bear with a stick in, the, in his lifetime. <laughs> so he's hit 22 bears before. 
<laughs> not that only was the twenty second time I hit a bear in my life. The guy struck by lightning. He had also fought twenty two bears. <laughs> yes, yeah. Maybe it's you. Yeah, I think it is. What did you do? Why no, are you cursed? Everyone wants you dead. <laughs> yeah. Do squirrels try and bite your neck when you see them? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Have you well, ever had it where, uh, you know, when you're driving, the earth opens up in front of you and tries to suck you in? Where the devil himself tries to pull you down to hell? Because that happened to me the other day. Do foxes follow you home? Trying to, just biting your feet? Oh, God. But you see, he's had a movie made about him. A short film called Don versus Lightning. <laughs> um yeah, it makes think, it sound like it was an active participating war. You the know? lightning one when yeah, he ate the gun. I, I the, yeah, oh God. Uh, so he was in Virginia, which has a relatively high lightning rate. It still doesn't, you know, I don't know many people who have been <laughs> struck by lightning. Seven times. Fascinating story. Yeah. And 77 as well. Um, I know you're an alien man. I'm not an alien man. <laughs> you like aliens? I do. I... So we should make you an alien man. Okay. Okay, so the Big Ear, a radio telescope operated by Ohio State University, receives a radio signal from deep space. The event is named uh, the WOW signal for a notation made by a volunteer on a project. So we heard, we got radio signal from deep space. Is there something out there, Bobby? Are we forgetting Mm. that in 2021, Mm -hmm. Barack Obama Mm. went on late night TV and just said, yeah, there's probably aliens. Mm. And then we just kept going. We, how is it <laughs> that there was, there's a pandemic? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. But then also we found out the future of humanity has arrived. Yeah. And it's been here for a while. And we're all just sitting here. No one really cared. No. no the government like, mm. has, probably has videos Amazing. that they're not releasing. <laughs> And we just don't ask. No. I want to know so badly. What would happen? Well, the thing is, we're either going to kill all of them or they're going to kill all of us, aren't they? Okay. No. Why? Because if they're advanced enough that these aircrafts can move at the speeds that they're moving in these videos, they could wipe us out if they wanted to. Yeah, okay. It's like saying we're going to go at war with chimpanzees. Okay. I think we'd, we're, we're winning that war. Okay, yeah. No, no, they would, there's no, they're not, we're not fighting them. Mm-hmm. They are beyond us. How do you know that then? Because there was a video where this, they're following this little tic-tac around and it moves like thousands of miles in a second. Ooh. Well, that means they're quick. Does it mean they're smart? <laughs> yes, it means they're smart. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds a bit too fast for me, I've got to say. I can't remember the numbers, but it's insane. Okay. So there's very speedy aliens uh, with big brains. Yes. Messing around around well, us. Well, we don't know. We might look like pigs to them. They literally probably just think we're like, you know, just trough dwellers. <laughs> we're, we're, DNA-wise, we're not that different. Like, mm, they, you mm. know, we don't look. So why do you think they're hiding it from us? I mean, I don't think they are hiding from us. They've shown themselves to us. No, why do you think the government would want to hide it from us? Because it would cause mass well, panic. too scared. What's the Area 51? Have you looked into that? Where I don't know it? enough about it. I'm not like, the thing is, I'm not like an alien guy where I make it my whole identity. 
I'm they just seem to be like, like lunatics. Those I'm people. an armchair hopeful person that within my lifetime. I'm not sure I want loads of really smart people who quit coming here. <laughs> they're not people. They're aliens. Well, yeah, I'm not, not, not up for that, mate. Sounds a bit much to me. They probably just can't be asked with us, can they? They've got no, yeah. I think they just check on us. It's like a sci- It's like a science project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Barack Obama said that. Yeah, I do remember that. It's just like a. But why is no one like? Yeah, I, I don't know that you could just fill us in a bit. Yeah, I'd like to know what, like a few things. Well, they act like it's a national security issue, but it's like you have no technology that could stop these creatures from mm-hmm. doing anything they want to do if yep. they exist. So. It's more just like a, hey, let's wait and see what happens issue. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, just tell us what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. B- before we're all uh, wiped if out. I was a, if I was a Make-A-Wish kid, that would be my wish. What, to learn about aliens? To learn where the aliens are. I've that thought about that. Me. I've thought about faking my own. Because when you're dying, you have an amazing power and that you can tell people you want things and you get it. Mm-hmm. And it, I think about sometimes just faking it. And then saying, I just want to, I'd like to see the new season of Ozark. Uh, That's what you do. Before it comes your... out, I want to know where the aliens are, who killed Kennedy. Give me a list. Oh, I yeah, just... that would be great. Yeah, being able to go through files, because I'm a bit of a nosy gossip. I, <laughs> I, I'd love to get my hands on some secret government files and just yes. go through them. I'd like to be a spy and go on one mission. Yeah. What would you do? Beat a guy to death with a can of tuna. <laughs> I love that we established that's what you do after two hours with no light. Yes. <laughs> Artificial light. <laughs> die! You're gonna fucking die! Ugh. I'm gonna eat your family's fucking face once you're dead, <laughs> doctor! Alright, final segment. Mm-hmm. Dick of the year. Yes. Yes, back by popular demand. I think we have a couple options. Okay. We have baby Kanye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was probably a dick, to be honest. I don't think he was a peaceful baby. We have rioters. Yeah, the looters. We have the lady who uh, I left on the stairs. No, I'm checking. We have son of Sam. <laughs> son of Sam. There's got to be him, doesn't it? I think the dick of the episode. Hmm. Is you. Why? Because you left a woman during what you, you thought was a terrorist attack because she was tired. You have been plotting about killing people with a can of tuna for the last hour. I haven't been plotting it. Also, you want to make a lie about having cancer so you can get to watch Ozark early. Yes. <laughs> but you... She didn't want to come with me. This is a... I'm talking about hypotheticals. She'd rather ISIS than me, and she didn't want in to come this, with me. In this real scenario, mm. Red, where you thought you could save a woman's life, mm-hmm. you left her. No, uh, I didn't stay with her. You are the dick of the year. <laughs> no, it can't be me. Well, over son of Sam. Listen... Yes. I've never met this person. It was her choice to stop there on the third floor. I wanted to go to Son the fifth floor. Son of Sam killed a lot of people, but he was mentally ill, Red. And people with mental illness have, you know, it's harder for them. You know, them. Sonny the dog told me, your dog told me to leave her on the third floor. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. In that case, I didn't realize it was yeah, your mental I'm, I'm illness. mentally ill, Bobby. <laughs> I didn't realize it was your mental illness that was causing you to abandon this woman. If, if my dog, Sonny, you were <laughs> the son of the terrorist attack. Yeah. and. If it was my dog telling you to do it, then I have a lot more empathy. And actually, I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. So, 
in that case, yes, the dick of the year is son of Sam David Berkowitz for murdering people. Yes, you you nasty boy. Yes, <laughs> bad boy <laughs> bad, David. Bad David. He should have been struck by lightning. Of all the people, this poor man is you know seven seven hits for himself. You think that'd be quite a good uh, superpower? She's been able to get people electrocuted. <laughs> I'd be up for that. Uh, I do it all the time in queues everywhere. Someone pushed in in front of you. <laughs> Ow. Anyway, I think that's us about done, Bobby. That is. That was 1977. Yep. Thank you very much for listening. If you're enjoying this, like we said, fucking tell a friend about it. Yep. Let someone know Share this podcast it. exists. We deserve to be big. I feel like it's the best kept <laughs> secret at this point. I want more. We want it to be yeah. the, the worst kept secret. Yes, yes. Yes. Mainstream success. Give it to me. Yeah, please keep liking, subscribing, sending to all your friends. Leave us a review. Bobby, the tour is starting very soon, so go on bobbymayor.com. Is that right? Bobbymayor.net. Bobbymayor.com was stolen. We oh, talked yeah, about we this. talked about this. Bobbymayor.net. And get your tickets there. We've had some people writing in saying they bought tickets, so that's great. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, let us know. Thank you so much. And keep sending in years for suggestions, because... As Ian found out, uh, much to his delight as he's listening to this, we picked his year because that's when he was born and because he's, uh, he's been a good listener. So be like Ian. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, And also I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song. It's, uh, it's very catchy. It's very nice. I'm sure you'll enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks for Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller. Josh Weller. Follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of The Year Is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.